He's whiny. <laughs> yeah, like he sounds like such a bitch. My thing with hangovers has been like, I I spent a good portion of my sophomore year because suddenly suddenly my sophomore year of college I developed hangovers right like I had never mm. prior to that age I had never had hangovers I had been able to sit there and I could drink two handles of the shittiest fucking dumpster vodka like fucking like three and a half dollar a bottle type shit mm. and I would be totally fine and then all of a sudden sophomore year i developed these like disgusting ravenous old man hangovers mm. and i spent probably the better half of that year trying to figure out like how do i get rid of hangovers is are any of the hangover cures that people write about on does any single so one i found of them one work? that works um, i you know, you know i don't know what's called never had any it's one like that's it starts with a z it's like a it's like in a vial that's like a fiber energy i had it recently uh the actually i had it with rap from hitler and uh, there's a guy who probably doesn't want to be doxxed on this, who's like a uh, Silicon Valley type. Anyway, he had them in his, in his house. And Jimbo. Jimbo was there, too. And he had this vial. He was like, oh, it's a hangover thing. You drink it before you drink, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to remove the chemical that is experienced in your body that's a hangover. And I was like, oh, this is bullshit, but I'm going to try it anyway. But it actually worked. So I don't You mind. need to tell me it what this is. It starts with a Z. Is. I can't remember the best of it. It starts no. with a Z. It literally starts with a Z. I'm never going to be able to find No, Z. I'll find it. A hangover, just for like hangover cure and then the letter Z, Google will fill in the rest. I bet you I can use Google Home to do it. But anyway, we'll do this. We'll look at this later. But it, it, it generally worked. Now, the question is, is, was I also primed and having a placebo effect? So I need to do full trials on this. But yeah. Because I've worked. just tried so much of this shit and I've... It's also like, new. Like It's like a 2022 okay. type of well, cause you know, invention. The the classic meme was like, oh, you just need to hydrate. That so clearly doesn't, it doesn't work. work now. Like you you can drink an unlimited amount of water, but because of what like alcohol does to your body's like electrolyte content, you just pee it out. You know, yes. it, in the same way that like you can't suspend a milligram of uh, of potassium in your muscles without like an equivalent milligram of, or I think it's an equivalent like one point four milligrams or something of glycogen but there's some ratio between Mm -hmm. the two of them where you basically like in order to hold on to electrolytes you your body needs other things yes and alcohol makes you piss all of that out so in order to even be able to like retain the water that you're drinking anymore you need to replenish your electrolytes somehow Mm -hmm. which gets very hard when when you're in this like state of being both depleted of water and electrolytes yeah so i think it's like some kind of electrolyte plus some kind of specific chemical that targets the byproduct of your body breaking down alcohol, which is what you feel as a hangover. And that is, and when I had it, it didn't make me like less groggy or like less like drained. It just made me like not like nauseated and like feeling like alcohol is coming out of my system. Oh, so like you, so feel you still tired. felt shitty. You didn't feel, you felt shitty, but like not nearly really like, just like I didn't sleep last night cause I was up all night partying. Not I, drink a fuck ton and now i have because like my hangovers always feel like uh there's cogs in my brain that are normally spinning and they mesh together and when i'm like formulating a sentence i can feel as i go word to word each little cog meshing oh, perfectly with this little gear 
Uh, and when I'm hungover, it feels like one of the gears has cogs that are like twice as wide as normal and they just keep whacking against each other. And oh I'm yeah, like, absolutely. And I, I literally like, I lose recall for like 20% of my vocabulary. Like, okay, that's there. not going to go away. Oh, okay. The part well, that, that goes that, away that, is that, it doesn't even the nausea and stuff, all that other stuff. The thing, away. the thing that I've always wanted with a hangover cure has been something that makes me so I'm not like mentally incapacitated and, and like it's not like i'm totally incapable of doing anything right like i could go to work hungover and it would be fine mm. and i would be like some degree uncomfortable but it's not like i couldn't do my job but it's just like anything that i do where i need to actually be like on point like i i would not do like an important job interview hungover oh absolutely not I did that once, and that actually made, that's one of the reasons I stopped drinking after college. I would just, I would, you know, you're just embarrassed, yeah, right? I was embarrassed. Yeah, I, yeah, it was a whole thing. Because I already so. do that. Like, every time, every time I have any conversation with anyone, I think back on it, and I'm thinking, like, hey, man, like, if only I had said, like, this, or, oh, this would have been more clever if I, like, just extremely mm. neurotic, girl-brained overwrite of, like, everything that I had said, and being like, oh, man, like, I wish that I would have done it this way, and, like... Every time I've had a conversation with somebody important well hungover, it's been that, but like on steroids. Yeah, it's it feels it felt like shit. So that's why I like literally was like, I can't drink anymore because that's fucking embarrassing. And it could have been a cool job too. Uh I think it was well, it would have been a cool job for me at twenty two. Now being yeah. a software dev for a pot company sounds so Reddit. Like that, oh, <laughs> it's yeah. so fucking Reddit. But at twenty two I thought that was cool. But now I'm like I but because they would have moved me out, to, they would have flown me out to California, et cetera, et cetera. Um, of course, it was in California. Of course, it had to be. Of course, the of course the software weed company was in California. Yeah, well, this is 2015. You know, 2015. Yeah. Very. Are, is, do you remember there was that period where everybody was saying like invest in weed stocks and you'll become an instant billionaire? Well, they did blow up in 2020 in or ni- 20, 21, 19. There was a few of them that like blew the fuck up. So that, uh, this is what I was wondering: did they did they blow up broad spectrum? Because I know that some of them did get really big, but did it didn't? Nah, it was like three. That because that's what I I thought that it was like three or four of them that made it really big, and then the rest just all died. I think. Whereas that, everybody told me basically that it was going to be a broad spectrum increase, and every single one of these companies was going to in, like rising ties pulled all boats type thing. And that's what people thought, and that's why they got blown the fuck out. Right. Because it's really it was three or whatever, and then. And this is this was always my assumption was it's going to perform as any other drug industry does and there's going to be a severe monopolization of assets mm-hmm. and I didn't want to invest because I had no idea which weed asset was going to be like the big shot. One of them the yeah, one of them's gonna kill everyone else and that's yeah. how it always is. Yeah. Because there's gonna be there's gonna be one of these weed weed companies that has an owner that doesn't smoke weed and he's gonna BTFO every single other one of these companies. <laughs> That's a, such a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the one weed company the one, the one guy who actually internalized like don't get high, high in your, your own, own supply. supply is going to become a multi billionaire. And he's and he supplies everyone, so he's like, I can't smoke this, sorry. But he would also never admit that. Like I was I, there mm. was a period where I was thinking, like, could I just go through the interview footage of this guy and see like uh, see if he says like I don't smoke weed, but like why would you ever say that? You never would, yeah. Like you literally, in you want to make it seem like you, you're such a competent member of society, right? And I was thinking while smoking, weed. I was thinking literally if 
if this guy is as smart as I think he's going to be, not only is he not going to, he's, he's going to lie in the interviews. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell every, he's going to like do weird pothead implications. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I was just outside, uh, you know, like hitting it a little bit earlier, you know, yeah. right before this. He's going to come in and he's going to show up. He's going to intentionally slow down his speech. Mm-hmm. He's going to be wearing a fucking one of those stupid beanies. He's going to make everyone he's gonna, think he's high, yeah. He's going like to have, it. he's going to have that jacket with the mm-hmm. shitty tessellated colors and patterns. There's going to be Hmm? there's gonna be like weed socks you know it's not bad (laughs) sorry he's gonna have he's gonna have a t-shirt with south park towelly with the fucking red eyes yeah yeah absolutely yeah now he wants to make it seem like but he also wants to only do that for interviews and the second interview goes off He's going to be like a normal, dedicated he, member of society. He's going to be like Superman jumping into the, the telephone booth, uh-huh. instantly ripping off all of his disgusting weed people clothes, changing into like <laughs> a suit and tie. And like, he's like, I would never fuck it. Yeah. Let's go fucking have a. Uh, he probably doesn't even drink. He actually might. He probably drinks cocktails. Because he, he seems. He, he definitely he drinks whiskey. He's a whiskey drinker for sure. Because it, it's like a maniacal whiskey drinker that's just like fucking sitting there in front of a fireplace. Like, We've I'm going to fucking profile the living shit out of this. Absolutely. Guy. That are Mar. Nah, yeah. He definitely drinks whiskey and just looks at the mar- fire about how, and like just revels in how fucking smart he is. And he fucking owned all those pothead idiots. It's fucking hippie commie bastards. That's like. This is definitely the double-edged sword of businesses like that in the same way that uh, the people who go and they, they say, like, the ultimate grift is like selling a bunch of libtards, these mugs that say, like, white Republican GOP tears or something like that. <laughs> and it's like, it is funny. It certainly is funny taking the money of people who you hate yes. uh, and providing them with something that you think is, like, retarded garbage. But it doesn't work as well as you think. The problem is that you have to like successfully pass all their bullshit filters, which like is not generally going to be the hard part of it, but the hard part of it is going to be that in order to pass those bullshit filters, you have to make yourself do things that make you want to kill yourself. Yeah, you have to continue to live the lie enough that like, they believe you. I, this was a big part of why I got out of like the whole audio game thing was because audio. I realized that yes, there is there is nearly infinite profit in selling people things that are essentially snake oil, right? Like selling yes. them, selling them. Oh, I, this is a list braided twenty four karat gold cable with these special two hundred dollar connectors that it's it's bare wire contacting you. This was actually really silly. So they had these connectors where typically you'll have a connector for audio interconnects cables where you will solder a wire onto one end of the pin and then you will solder another wire onto the other pin and then you like screw the back casing on and mm-hmm. that it connects that way there were these stupid like $80 they were it was literally like machined Delrin connectors or something like that mm-hmm. where you would instead thread the wire through and then they would have a little plastic clamp where Basically, what it would do is it would take the wire and press the wire directly to the contact on the other side. Like the, the wire would be mm-hmm. pushed into a position by the plastic where the wire itself acted as the pin. And there was about a five year period where everybody, like, they would kill for these things, man. If you put these on any of your interconnects, mm-hmm. you could upcharge people like literally $500. Okay. It was absurd because the the marketing angle was, oh, you're reducing two electrical connections, right? Mm. Oh, fewer. Because it's uh, fewer. Right, uh, right, right. For bro- so there's, it's going to be the white or the, the wire going directly from the output to the input mm-hmm. without having the solder connection. Yeah. 
And there were people who would swear on Bibles that they could hear substantial differences between this and a traditional connector. And it doesn't matter. So you you can do stuff like this and you can totally. And like, again, these people were people that I generally hated. Like, I thought they were ridiculous, neurotic idiots. And like, I am a very ridiculous and neurotic person myself. Mm. But these people, they took it to a very absurd level. And. It was like, yeah, there's unlimited money if you you go with it and you say, yeah, like this 100% is going to improve your listening experience. And uh, and it, it does is the other thing is if you tell them that it does and if they spend enough money yeah, on it, it does. It does. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It, you have to have enough personal buy-in to it that it doesn't feel like bullshit to you or else saying You'll it. You'll feel like the dust. Yeah. You literally feel like you're dunking your soul in battery acid, yeah. right? Like there's a lot of things that I could do. Like I can sell an unlimited amount of crystal healing products because I on some level have realized that I just believe in it, right? Based. Like it doesn't, like, like I can go out and I, I can sell anyone like a crystal obelisk because I, you know, like I can, I can literally make things up about it that on the spot I have created and I believe them. Uh, yeah. Like it wasn't like I made them up as in, that's I like invented me this, but it's like I divined the knowledge. No, that's right? like me and Ty- Tara. Like I was like, no, I think I just believe in Tara. I think I just like, yeah, <laughs> at some point I was like, yeah, no, this is just what I like. This is real. And then anything I say about it afterwards is like, yeah, this is real. Like, I, I think it's really spiritually draining to not actually believe in this stuff. You do have to believe. Thing. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to not take your own poison. This is the other part of why podcasting with zero listeners is really hard is because you have to somehow advertise something that nobody is willing to listen to. Mm-hmm. And how do you convince yourself that there's value in that? That's a good point. You have to be so uh, narcissistic, like the two of us that we, you have to be extremely <laughs> so narcissistic. Like starting, starting a podcast up from zero. You have to be so freaking bullheaded and insane. Like imagine. Yeah, no, I've done before. This is like my fifth podcast attempt. Probably I've done multiple podcasts that I know for a fact basically no one listened to and i was just fucking talking for hours into fucking nothing into the ether on soundcloud or whatever the fuck and and, it is it is extremely narcissistic but it's also like it's essentially journaling right it is like journaling yeah and yeah i mean yeah it's obviously less easy to reference and go through and stuff like that but if you were to just go to i I think if the average person were to go and journal for like 20 minutes a day Mm -hmm. for a year it'd be similar i think there's going to be a very positive effect i think there's going to be a similar but probably slightly lesser effect if they do the same thing over like voice notes on their cell phone or something like that yeah it doesn't well the act of people could hear it um makes it feel a little more real oh especially if you know like you know i got like 20 views you're like who are the 20 and like i remember in college i had a podcast like I had one in college, like at the very end. And I was like fucking just talking because I was like, I started doing because I was sober. And I was like, I didn't want to fucking go to the bar and how to entertain myself. So I would just fucking chain drink LaCroix fucking seltzer water. Oh, and, like, yeah. Talking to the mic and like be burping in the mic and shit and making. <laughs> just looking, I was being fucking psycho. But I was talking about being sober and like how this is like replacing the alcohol. And then I remember someone like referencing it. I was like waiting tables and this girl who I knew, I mean, like we were whatever. It's my friend's little sister, basically. But we went to school together and she mentioned it when I was like waiting her table. I was like, is there any chance that she didn't have like a massive crush on you? Oh, she definitely did. Okay. She definitely had a big crush on me. Yeah. I didn't realize that at the time. Um, This is this is like the funniest part about being a guy is like your entire first 20 years of life 
are you realizing every year like, oh, these three girls from last year had massive crushes on me and I am a total idiot for not noticing. And then yeah. and then the next year you invent three new ways to not notice <laughs> that the new girls that God sends you or, also yeah. had crushes. You on know what's you. crazy, though? Like she I, not noticing this one is like so dumb. Like she was like fucking like cartoon eyed looking at me constantly. And Bro, like, if she listens to your 20 listener podcast and you think and she's doing it, that and reference it, right, it. Right. And she brings it up to you and you're still like. Wait, you mean like you have a crush on me, bro? Like that's crazy. <laughs> and I totally would have, I totally would have dated her too. Uh, if we would have been, this, cool- is all, this is always what everyone says too. It's always they think back to the girls who they like totally slept on, and they're like, "Oh yeah, wow, fuck, I'm an idiot. I would have gone out with her for sure." <laughs> like, <laughs> I just had no idea. Like, like it's literally stupid. never like, "Oh, I hated that bitch." Like, fuck yeah, it's her. very like, rarely that chick. It's always like, like, yeah, she was cute, yeah. I just am stupid. I had this no is idea. like one of the funniest things about like the female race overall is it like, takes like a year and, for us to re- notice. Oh, yeah, right. And like, <laughs> well, like if they had said it in like any other way, right? Like it, it's literally the, you know, the cartoon where they have like the two guys digging for the diamonds and the one gives up like yeah. right before, like if they had been two steps more, more obvious, yeah. I would have picked they, up they on literally yeah. would have like gotten married and then like, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah, if she was just like slightly more, uh, yeah, I would have been like, oh, of course, yeah, let's do yeah, it. but they already think they're being so obvious, and like now we can recognize, yeah, they they were being so obvious. But it took it doesn't my male brain takes like right that much, but it's like to so it so obvious to like a nineteen year old male is so different to so obvious to a twenty anything yeah. above twenty five year old male. Yeah, oh yeah. Now I can think back to like history. I'm like, oh yeah, a dozen of these chicks like, were like into me. Well, it's like and now I, you can tell if a girl is into you based on like how she looks a, at a you. Point five <laughs> second period of eye contact, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, whereas it's like, before it was like you could be staring at a girl from across the bar for three minutes straight while like singing along to the same song together, and you can be like, wow, that was a weird coincidence. <laughs> anyway, back to my drinking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Like even my girlfriend, like I didn't realize she liked me. <laughs> like yeah, like well, that's the same with me actually. <laughs> Fuck, I did it again. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here talking about how uh, how like totally oblivious we are and how how we would never let that happen again. And it's like, wait a second, wait just a fucking minute. <laughs> oh my yeah, literal re- relationship happened from my girlfriend for months being like we could get married and me being like I think this world is joking with me. <laughs> like, I think. She She's fucking with me. Oh, yeah. No, this. Oh, yeah. She was messaging me for like the last like. No, she didn't talk to me. Sure. She hated me, but she read all my tweets and she referenced them. I I saw I saw her like six months later and she was like mentioning stuff that she had no business even knowing happened. Like she had to have seen my story. I don't even use Instagram, by the way. I've made like in the last six in the six months period, maybe 12 stories arbitrarily spark, like dispersed and she referenced stories that I posted <laughs> and I was like I don't know she just fucking hates me that much maybe it was a coincidence like was she was she like doing uh like it was an open like I I hate you verse like she was contacting you and like giving you shit no 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 like, it was like to her friends and then like we happen to have mutual friends and we ran into each other and then we got like drunk whatever she was like but like in the argument she was like we were drunk fake arguing kind of and in that argument, she was dropping knowledge that it was like impossible to know if you weren't like actively 
watching me. <laughs> like, I've always wondered what would happen if a guy in that situation was like, oh, my God, are you obsessed with me? I, oh, my God. Like, they do, like, the, they do oh, like yeah, the 19-year-old, like, Instagram horror line. Like, oh, my God. Like, you. No, <laughs> ick, yeah. Ick. <laughs> ick, ew. Why would you? No, no. I just was like, oh, wait a second. Maybe she was didn't hate me. Who would have thought? out here you should have called her out that was as soon as i have the moment of realization well, were, I, have were, to, I have to start giving them shit for well it. here's the thing now because i was drinking i was like i'm probably drunk and i'm like in my oh. stupid drunk oh, mind yeah you're i'm like oh i would make a move now and then she would slap me and i'm like god i didn't do that but then like three months later i'm like oh i was completely spot on i knew exactly i knew everything all my thoughts were completely coherent so here we are we vibe now i have a girlfriend so Oh, because, oh, oh, the way that I really found out is that after, like, a month after this interaction, she sent me, like, an essay in my DMs, <laughs> like, a literal <laughs> essay about how much that conversation meant to her. And, like, I was like, oh, okay, this is very interesting. Why that she would <laughs> reference this one conversation we had. Um, I, sometimes, I sometimes hate that I am uh, the extreme empath that I am because it would be so funny. There are so many of these times where I've received like the massive emotionally charged essay from people, whether they're mm. guys or girls. Uh, and like my brain always jumps to like the funniest response. And it's always like responding to their 2000 word essay with like, wow, ick, you are a freak. (laughs) 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 And I've I've never been able to bring myself to press send on that message. But like, it's just so funny. (laughs) That'd be so good. That'd be so funny. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, I I am too nice too. I'm too empathetic. It's so bad when you see like somebody who's like stuck there. They're so overextended, and they just like they're relying on your good faith to oh, not yeah. do this in response. Oh, do I used to send these last essays to girls I was into? And oh my god, this dude, like, I, the I cringe think, of it. Oh I, my god, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I had like a period in high school where I did like similar things like this, uh-huh. and uh, I read some like manosphere dating thing in like when I was like seventeen. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it wasn't like it wasn't on like Hartiste or any of those sites. It was yeah. on like it was on like bodybuilding.com teen misc. It was some like borderline mentally retarded poster who came in and said like. If you want to fuck, you got to send seven <laughs> words. If you ever send a bitch more than seven words, you ain't going to fuck. <laughs> and, <laughs> which is like, if it's kind of true. If you, it kind of is kind of true, though. This is, <laughs> Once I stopped, no, unironically, I remember I, I had this similar realization, not seven words, but like, I was like, if I start writing like more caveman. I wonder what would happen because like having no, all these was, words is very like it's unfeminine. literally the Bronze Age pervert posts on bodybuilding.com. You want forums. you like, respect my fuck? Yeah, like <laughs> this this shit and like obviously this is not this like if you're gonna try and deal with like a fairly high IQ like smart weird autist girl, not like work. yeah you you want to be spamming the massive interesting Essays, paragraphs yeah. right? But like for the average broadly approachable strategy here the guy who said like the 90 iq poster who said if you ever send her more than seven words you won't fuck like he was right you're so right like, dude and i i started doing that with all of like the thoughts and it was just like wildly <laughs> successful like yeah, I would, it's weird they, they would send me some message 
and I would just respond with like totally disinterested five word response. And suddenly I was like just drowning in it. Yeah. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. And then I, that, that led to me entering like, a massive incel period of just like uh, just I'm being so, black pilled. Black pilled. Like the fact that <laughs> the fact that this retard advice worked has actually caused. I, me I remember to like, when I used to I used to write messages because I remember a few girls would comment. I'm like I like write so much. Blah blah. blah. It was like kind of whatever. So I was like okay. So I would write messages and then I would just like delete sections of my message. And like make fragments and like like actively like do like this extremely make it worse. Make it worse. Like actively like remove grammar, cut out parts of the sentence, like just make it like retarded and it would like fucking kill. And I was like, oh, this is very interesting. I don't know what the deal with this. It's probably some caveman wiring. And, you know, but nowadays I just write fucking nowadays. Well, because I'm also just art- autist and I can't hold back the fucking word vomit when I type. I just send fucking Oh essays, yeah, now, it, it was at, at some I'll point. Send eight so like, in a row. I went through and I like I basically realized that like all of the pickup artist manosphere stuff, like if applied correctly in the right context, was right. Uh, and like that, that last part is very big, right? Because uh-huh. like your average, your average Twitter guy will read. Oh, women like it when you treat them bad and they will message some girl like, you, you disgusting thought. fucking whore. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Fuck you. And like, he was like, no, dude, no, Johnny, no. Like, actually, you were supposed to just say, like, your hair looks silly today. Fuck. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but, no. Uh, so like you, you go th- and you have to learn, you have to like, you have to learn, learn the and like, this is the same thing with all dating advice, right? Like all dating advice on the internet is actually true. It's just a matter of like, to what extent and in what context? Yes, it is. Contextual. Like, it's, there's basically none of it. That's just outright false. Even the most like ridiculous, most largely inapplicable advice from like the most retard in sitting in his basement will at some point in some context be true and right. Yes. And but, I, but you have to go out and you have to embarrass yourself horribly in order to figure <laughs> out which of these contexts are the correct ones, right? Like you, you have to do it. You have to stick your nose out and it's going to get cut off a lot. Yeah. You got to pull your dick out one time and just have <laughs> absolute hor- horrific experience. Or, you know, sometimes you got to send, you respect my fuck. Sometimes you got to do yeah. caveman shit, but also sometimes you got to send a flower, you know, sometimes yeah. there's, there's room for both. And there was a lot. So the, I went through, I hear, I went give, through all of let this. Let me give the Virgin Lucas people some, some deep, deep Lindy. Go for it. I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. Uh, she's, li- <laughs> she's listening right now. It's very possible. Um, you got to set a random number generator of 0 to 31. Oh, you're literally then, giving away my tactics, dude. What the? <laughs> <laughs> random number generator. And then fucking send the fucking uh, subscription flowers out on that day. Boom. God damn it. <laughs> Maybe we were too. So, well, the other thing, okay, as long as long as we're just fully blowing the fucking top off, is this the fucking as long top? As we're fully blowing the fucking. It doesn't have to be flowers. You can it send be anything. Her, you can send her a letter. You can send her a long text message. You can call her. But it gotta but be just. You've gotta. You've got a one to thirty random number generator. Uh-huh. You know. You don't even. You don't even have to random number generate it. You, you can just. Think of you one. can just make it every second Tuesday of the month. I'm going True. to write her a letter. Yeah, and you can just make it the thing. I got this esoteric but, advice from my this is, ex-girlfriend's dad, actually. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is literally necessary. Like, if you're an autistic male, th- this is something you have to develop systems for because you're mm-hmm. not going to be the type of guy who is going to naturally go out and do these sort of romantic things. Likely, yes. likely because like 
as an autistic male, you understand romance in the capacity that you experience romance. And you understand that you don't necessarily value things like a monthly love letter, right? Yes. Like this isn't your love language. So your ability to think, oh, if I do this for my girlfriend, it's going to make her happy is like greatly diminished. But it actually will. It works Because girls well. are different than you. Mm. So you have to just you have to just create the system and do the thing that makes no sense to you. Yes. And then it will reward you in other strange ways yes. that you don't expect, right? See, this is the thing. You got to make sure... Yeah, the thing is, it seems like it, see that's that's very much my autism, right? Because I think it needs to be random. Because I would pick up on the every second Tuesday of the month thing. Well, it doesn't. But the girls don't notice. Well, it or doesn't care. matter. It doesn't they matter don't care at all. It doesn't matter. It like they don't need it to be like a random spontaneous thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. They literally like it is a token that you still care about them and are yes. still invested in the relationship and you're still, maintaining and you the still, tradition. You still plan to like marry them. You're not like wandering off and getting distracted by like the dancing TikTok girls uh, and like all of these other shiny distractions. Good right? point. Good point. That's a very good point. It all kind of comes full circle. But yeah, this is the this is deep alpha. This is the only thing. This is all that matters. This is the deep alpha. This is the you deepest to, of alpha. The, the secret deep alpha is that you have to continually put some form of effort into your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that, will be, that will be $1 That's, million, dollars, please. Thank you. Thank you. And subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> more, more baller tips like this from Top G's Lucas and Verse on Top the Patreon. <laughs> Fucking, that's 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 the kind of information you're getting. The Sigma Symposium, bitches. Now subscribe, hit that like button. <laughs> Dude, we should literally start writing like uh like incel dating posts on. We should. I mean, we probably. I mean, that'll probably give us more I, money I think, than anything else. Dude, I think honestly, like the oh, there's a big market for like uh autists who just don't they they don't understand like the. You know, they, they can't do the translation layer to get into, like, female But mind, here's the problem, Which is, though. like, it's very easy for me because half of my brain is literally female. Yes, but here's but the like, problem, though. <laughs> if you do it, but if you don't have the tape marketing, it's not going to work. Like, are we going to get the top Dude, well, it's, Like, this is kind of what I was saying earlier about, like, you have to believe in the product to sell it. Mm. I can't sell myself as a tape. I'm not a tape. Yeah, we're not tapes. I'm not... I'm not going to be out here flashing my Bugatti at you with, like, 87 bitches. Like, I'm, I've always been, like, a sort of highly monogamous guy who seeks out, like, weird autist mm. freak women and, like, is, for the most part, like, totally disinterested in the rest in any sort of sexual capacity and goes and just focuses on whatever his weird, like, hobby Autistic. This is a very hard to market, unfortunately. <laughs> this is a very niche market. This is a very niche market. But our podcast it, is a it niche market. It does exist, is the thing. It, it does, does exist. And I don't want to get some bimbo thought. How do I get, you know, wifey? I don't know, but we got to talk to Verz and Lucas. Yeah. You know, we're, they, here, they know. we're here to sell you not on attracting uh, your casual sex partner who's mm. going to be some sort of degraded thing <laughs> for you to use for the night in, in like a weird mm. animalistic tradition of Tinder but dating if you, escapades. If you pay twice as often, uh, pay, uh, pay twice as much for our super premium content, I can give you that information too. I can teach you all the degenerate things oh, you God. might need in our super premium tier membership. I literally, the $20 I a month dude, I literally like can't even like advise towards that anymore because like it literally, I felt so blackpilled during the whole period. Yeah, no, I can't do it either. But yeah, no, nah, I never really was a good at it either. I did it for a little bit, but like it's really I had not. to get I had to get so fucked up and I had to do so many weird drugs to interact with like a I bunch of I was doing like, weird drugs, that's true. Yeah, like with a, a bunch of like weird normie people doing like the whole party thing. Well, 
Yeah, I part weird drugs are part of the party thing. I did actually like I do like the energy of going to like a college bar and or not college, but like a right recent grad bar, like those twenty two year old bars oh, where God. people are partying and making out. I like the vibes. I like the energy. Like I like the like the unbridled uh, optimism for life. You haven't been fucking crushed by reality yet. That's a nice vibe. Um, but when I show up blackout drunk, it's probably not a good look. But hey, yeah, I, it is fun to it is fun to be around and they start playing Kesha. And you start fist pumping. You're like, yeah, it's lit. I, I had Kesha's first two uh, albums, Cannibal and Animal, in my car. <laughs> what? Well, okay, Cannibal was an EP, but uh, they well, were they were in my car's disc I did not for literally see all of, of all the music references that I have tried to make with Lucas that Kesha was going to be the one to hit. Yeah, I and have... you know the EP titles. I've never heard any of <laughs> I don't know the names of any of her content. I, Kesha's honestly, uh, she's she's a pretty smart girl too. I knew she used to write songs for Britney and shit like that. She's like, she's like the background. She was the background chick for a lot of like pop stars, and then she like yeah became the and then she capitalized it, and then she got like capitalized on. She it. was like some fucking slave to some dude record exec like Britney too. Yeah, she got a little bit turned out by the system there. It wasn't It'd be like ideal. that sometimes. People do be getting yeah. turned out. She was a good girl though. Yeah, shout out to Kesha. No, my music Allegedly, all- she has a high IQ. They say she's... Yeah, she's... No, her she, and Shakira. She's I mean, you can tell if you, like, listen to her in interviews versus, like, the other standard person in her position, right? Like, yeah, she's, yeah. she's brighter than average. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. My, the music that I listen to is all, like, a bunch of alt-indie stuff in, uh, in like, high school and then, like, EDM. No, oh, yeah, we know you like the EDM. there's, like, there's, like, uh, these Lucas, weird- listening to Tiesto, Tiesto, just fucking fist pumping in his car. All of the 2010s era EDM stuff that I don't know the names to. Mm, Zed's yeah. dead. He's listening to. I know. I know exactly what it is. I used to date this girl. You be listening to Zed. Zed. You listening to fucking um, uh, Tiesto and fucking I don't know all that shit. What's the? There was one group. These two adventure adventure, adventure time. Uh, not adventure time. Adventure land. Adventure something. Adventure land. I think was a festival. That's a movie. That's a festival. There is adventure club. I think, so. I think it's Adventure yeah, Club. Yeah, I remember there was... Yeah, right. Adventure Time was obviously the fucking... I think it's Adventure Club. That was the... Uh, I think it was Adventure it's Club. It's like two hot dudes and they would have raves and then she was like a fucking like... Kind of like those fish people who follow fish around. She was like following Adventure Club around, which probably meant she was ran through. But we were like 18, 19, so she couldn't have been that ran through yet. Um, uh, so yeah, I hear these days, yes. Insert, insert no. Tate pilled Reddit Manosphere article about the body count of the average American 19. That's true. That it's is a, four million. That's four, four million. <laughs> that's four million penises that have been in the outside of this woman. You're going to marry her? You're going to marry a woman <laughs> well, with we're not four married. million penises? Fortunately, we're not married. Uh, You're going to listen to music made by four million penis women? Every time one of her songs enter your brain, four million penises true. go with it. That's true. Four million penises I'll in say this, and out though. your ears every day. I've always been good at catching the hoe right before that. That's, that's the what we press. call oral sex. A-U-R-A-L sex. <laughs> <laughs> oral sex. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been good at catching the hoe before the uh, wave crests, like right before the wave hits its peak of its crest, and then she turns into like actual like thought with a hundred body count. Oh I my. catch him at like right before that. I'm real. I'm I'm the I'm the example of that. Except instead of cresting, it's right before they either transition or become a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Which in many ways can be seen also as its own crest. Yeah, that is its own crest in a way. You know, we, we all have our niche market, but yeah, but yeah, Adventure Club, I think is what it was called. I used to go to these raves. I hate raves, though. Well, except for the Milady Rave. Shout out to 
whatever. That was fun. I don't know if I could do it anymore. Oh, you would absolutely hate it. I hate right, it. Like I'm, I'm so like, <laughs> I just was like, I just appreciated that. I, I just found it. I just appreciate it. It was fun. Like was I can listen new. to the music and I still will get like the visual like streamers and shit. And I'll, I'll like feel halfway. Like I'm on Molly. If I listen to the right song true, true. that I have like enough of a memory to, but if I like actually entered a rave environment, I think I would feel so extremely disoriented. Raves are well. It, back then, I actually hated it. Now I, I look back fondly because I was like, you know, good times. You're young. Uh, yeah. I mean, back there's, then, there's I a lot, hated there's a, there's it. Definitely a lot of the idealization of the rave memories. Yeah, I but actually like, remember I mean, explicitly being, being like a jacked shirtless guy with mm-hmm. a bunch of his also jacked shirtless friends at, at the a rave, rave is like that's close to as much uh, like environmental clout as you're ever going to experience as mm-hmm. like a human, right? I was not the Jack Shirtless guy. I was actually, that's when I was in my skinny vegetarian twink era. And I was like dra- dreading being there. And I was like, I want to go to a metal concert. Why am I at the oh my. I want to see the fucking math rock band. I don't want to fucking be here. But I'm here because my hot girlfriend who's in like neon laundry or whatever the fuck they wear and like furry cat ears God, is the fucking-, fucking the rave clothes are so <laughs> like I, I see them and there's literally a smell like mm. I, I see someone wearing the rave clothes it and smells like there is literally like a sweat and ketamine yeah like uh, it's, like battery and, yeah. yeah like it, it's a definitive uh combination of like organic and chemical smells yeah that it was only ever it smells like Some, candy bracelets. To, there's something candy about bracelets like, there's and something about the smell pops. of people who are on like copious amounts of Molly mm-hmm. that is not. Yeah, it's a very strange. Actually, yeah, it does it's have not a, the same as normal sweat. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, no, I don't. I did not like it. I was always wearing all black. I was not vibing, but I tried to have a good time because she was hot, and I was like 21, and I wanted to be the cool older boyfriend to my two years younger girlfriend <laughs> i i don't know why but it, like raves i never really experienced the same like if i were to go into uh it's like actually me and my girlfriend went to something with her family recently where th- it was like an event for alums of this college and it was basically like a crypto party essentially like mm-hmm. in terms of what the environment was like nice and uh i was totally sober she was totally sober and we were both just sort of like it's not the vibe. Mm. We feel there's a bunch of old people around connecting over. Oh, things. being sober uh, at a rave is fucking brutal. Being sober at a rave, uh, somehow isn't as isn't nearly as bad as like that that weird. Well, is. you can dance at the rave at least, so you yeah. can like get into like a psychological and, like, trance. I don't, so, something about like if you're at a rave and you're not dancing, it you you really feel stupid. Yeah, and, like. At, at these like weird sort of pseudo club things where mm-hmm. it's like there's like five percent of the people dancing yeah it's like you if, get you're, it, yeah. if you're not great at dancing and you're not super in the mood to dance being in that like five percent of people who are dancing doesn't feel like something you want to do but no, at, radio, at, at radio, radio, like it's like you're going to have fun because everyone is dancing and it mm-hmm. doesn't matter like you can literally have no idea how to dance and like who's gonna you don't have to be on time you don't have to do any kind of yeah no, no one's yeah, everyone's like just every, like in a trance yeah so it always winds up being fun. And especially if you go if you go and you are a jacked guy and you are shirtless and you are with a bunch of your friends and you are having fun, mm-hmm. like you will just get swarmed, right? Like that is literally the only time in which like being being that muscular has any sort of like yeah. That's like I, I'm point, not yeah. gonna say it's never useful but in that's any definitely other capacity, the peak but like use. that that is the that is a unique example in which I mean, there's a girls reason why care most you go to Miami. It. 
and you got the fist pumping bros who are jacked, like or yeah. Jersey Shore. Yeah, like, this is why this exists. Because yeah, works. well, I mean, people always talk about shit like functional strength, right? Like, oh, like no, if if the if the beam of the building catches on fire and falls down, I'll be able to deadlift it out of your way, sweetheart. But it's like, no, the the real functional strength is uh, looking jacked, <laughs> right? Like that's the only legitimate function for muscle in 2023 right now. Being right? able to pick up the the ton of pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, like <laughs> the metric the, ton of the only function. <laughs> is looking cool or <laughs> having having your clothes fit better or something like yeah. that. It's not like you're ever going to be going out and like rescuing anyone from anything. No, you're never like, rescuing shit. Oh, thanks for opening the jar, sweetie. Like No, that does that gets you some clout opening some jars. You I mean, can open jars you can be the, skinny. is the most skinny, fat, like out of shape grease ball though. <laughs> it's just girls are bad at jar opening. Nobody knows why. I think God did it as like a specific handicap to make us like more useful. Yeah, it gives them it gives them a reason to like to still like need you. Yeah, they're small, they're small, shitty fingers. God like sat there specifically subtracting like. Uh, but you know the Zoomers are losing grip strength. Everyone's losing grip strength. Yeah. Have you oh, seen since, we all since like the eighties? It's literally been like a massive drop down in grip strength. This was like. Uh, are you aware of what's going on in like the arm wrestling community? Yes, about the old dudes winning. About, we yeah. talked about this on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did. Uh, but basically, for anyone who hasn't been listening for all 45 billion hours of our podcast episodes, the gist of it was that old people are dominating arm wrestling still, despite the fact that, like, typically old guys don't win any sports, right? Like, it's very, very unusual to go out and see, like, a 60-year-old man be at the, the king of any sort of sport. And this is now happening with arm wrestling, where you're having all of the new young bucks getting totally BTFO by these like literal old men. Mm-hmm. And so it's, the it's not, this isn't like something that's always been going on, right? Like the, the, the dominant age demographic in arm wrestling was not always 60 year old men. It used to be younger guys, but something happened. And there was a big article that Krimka, or not an article, there's a big Twitter thread that Krimka did wrote where he was speculating basically on the correlation between autism Mm. and the loss of grip strength. And his basic conclusion, as far as I remember it, was that an increase in autism is resulting in a decrease in your ability to recruit the individual motor neurons Mm. in your hands, which are... Like your your hands, in order to flex your hand around something, you need to be firing off like a ton of different muscle groups at the same time. And he was basically saying that this requires more coordination than the younger generations have. They they, oh, they just don't have the ability to fire all of them off you at think the same time. Do you, do you think that we were born with less coordination because we we're getting autistic genetically, or that we're being environmentally? Autistic? I don't think he said anything there, and my my speculation is uh, like the question no, is like, good. is it just that we're not like doing farmhand shit anymore, right? We're not like doing physical labor, but there, or is it that we're on the computers all day, or that's the same thing, or is it that we're born like retarded? So I think that. I, I, I don't think he said anything about no. this, but my personal guess would be that it's environmental because if it were, uh, or th- that it's genetic because if it were environmental, like even though there's less people who are working in farms all day, there are still people doing it, right? Yeah, that's, actually, that's a good point. They're still losing theirs too. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's, it's like a universal across the board generational neg as opposed to specific populations are just getting worse. So, yeah. So we're basically, we're, all, all this is to say we're all fucked. We're all fucking a fat fat Yeah, boys. we're literally becoming like weird twinks. Damn. And oh, however, though, the ability of uh, 
the ability of the autistic generations to recall information is something absurd, like five times higher. Like if you were to go and ask a boomer like a specific factoid or like a specific statistic from a study they remembered, like, hey, do you remember that study that we were talking about before where it was talking about like the generational increase in uh, autism? Do you remember like what the percentage increase from 1997 to 1998 was? Like zoomers and millennials are massively more likely to remember this specific number than boomers whereas that's boomers very interesting will, boomers will barely remember like the trend of it that's actually very interesting this also this probably explains why i used to ask my ex-girlfriend's parents like things i like they're smart you would think they would know some shit and yeah, i was and like then, and then you ask them things that are like totally normal and easy <laughs> to recall for you and, and they, they just no idea it's not there like it's just not in their brain or like i think i asked them something like i was like we were me and my girlfriend had a bet and this is like something like such a stupid trivia thing, but it's like a boomer trivia thing. It was like, oh, what is the address for the White House, right? And you would think that a boomer is because like this is not like a, tr- a specific statistic. This is not some some weird techie shit, right? This is like boomers like the country and patriot. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I asked them. They're like, she's like, there's no chance they know at all. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, they watch news and they, and yeah, no fucking clue. They were like. There's an address for the White House. I thought it was just at the White House. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, it has an address. Do you know what it is? No. Oh, it's sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. It's sixteen hundred. They didn't even make it like one. No, it's sixteen hundred Pennsylvania so Avenue. Fucking stupid. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. You literally have the White House. You can't. You can't name it one. You yeah, can't give it a street address one. It should be one Pennsylvania. It shouldn't even be Pennsylvania Avenue, but yeah, it's 1600 Pennsylvania. It should literally be one USA Avenue. Yeah, it should be. And the be. area code should be like 99999. Yeah, it's very funny. But yeah, no, it's, I don't know why I know that. I thought everyone knew that. And she was like, no, you're a fucking freak. That's why you know that. <laughs> I was like, it's, oh, yeah, it's maybe. literally, it's because we have autism. Yeah. Basically, not, not like the not like the meme kind of autism. No, we all have but a little bit of generational kind of autism that's been creeping generational up. Generational autism—that's what we have. Absolutely, generational genetic autism. And I, you know, and this is why this is why eventually even the Zoomer men won't be able to open the pickle jars. Yes, we're going to have to develop some sort of new hybrid third gender. We already—I think we've done. That. I think we did that. <laughs> it's all coming together. I'm taking hormones not to try and become a bodybuilder, but just because I can no longer open the various containers for food that I buy mm. at the grocery store. When AI starts opening robots, we have to have robots to open the fucking jars for us. Thanks, Tesla. Te- thanks, Elon. Have we, done, have we done a deep dive into AI, either optimism or depression yet? Here? Yeah. No, we haven't. I don't think I have the mental fortitude for it, though. At the moment, I think I'm. I, think I'm I don't know if I want to record any of my thoughts on AI because it's something. <laughs> it's oh yeah, they're gonna come for us, bro. Well, it's something that's gonna be not, not because I'm worried about like the AI's coming to like nuke me, but because it's iterating so quickly that in like three years, you're like, wrong. It's not. It's not even gonna. Yeah, right. Like it's not even gonna be like something where I have to wait like 20 years to see if I'm wrong. It's gonna be like in another few months. Be, somebody's yeah. and this is already. It's like my uh, my article about Sam Bankman Freed. That I wrote, and then like literally like oh, one day, one day later, <laughs> the exact opposite of my prediction comes out. It's like, it was like, thank God I put a footnote in the end that said all of this might be totally wrong, and I could just be a total idiot. So, uh, bro, no, yeah, the um, yeah, yeah, AI. I mean, like, it ha- yeah, with um, people are saying that they're never gonna be get chess and go like a week before they beat like chess and go like uh, like Deep Blue or whatever. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, or Alpha well, Go. Like, how fuck? could it not learn chess, right? It's the same thing with, like, any board game that has, like, a limited number of iterations. Well, they figured, well, there's the, the number of iterations for chess is, like, the, more than atoms in the universe. So they just figured it was too complicated. They just figured, oh, the number is too big for the computer? Yeah, effectively. Like, they couldn't, well, the, the way they were thinking about, about, that, about it before is that they would brute force all the options. But because of how many options there are, even with faster comp- computation, they're like, this doesn't make sense that they could do this. Wait, but we realize eventually that you don't have to learn every fucking combination. You just have to learn rules and uh, like more. It was harder to do abstract, higher level thinking about chess pieces and shit. And once they figured that out, they're like, "Oh, we don't have to. You don't need to think of every combination. You need to think of how do I get this closer to a optimized." Yeah, there's only like let's say there's like trillions of options. I think there's actually even more than that, but it's like quintillion. But like in reality, there's only like. Maybe at any point, like a hundred thousand max options of like ideal play. You don't have yeah, to like try there's, everything. There's very few times where you're going to be in a situation where like your end game, and then the guy's going to be like, "What if I moved this pawn that I haven't touched for the last like four hundred moves?" Yeah, exactly. And like there are situations where I think they start doing clusters and stuff. I think there's like they optimized the problem and it became really easy, right? Similar with Go and stuff like that. Well, Go is harder because it's like spatial. And humans can very easily do higher level spatial composition stuff that the computer has to go through it, like iterate through it all. And it's just too, there was just way too much information, like way more than chess. Yeah. Um, and then they figured out how to do more visual. I know, shit. yeah, I know, I know Go is definitely like a complicated I mean, game we could, compared to chess. Go is basically like, a, um, I mean, this is going to be, every, every fucking autist is going to get mad at me for this, but it's basically like CAPTCHA or like how we could like, how oh computers my. can like recognize CAPTCHA for image shit is like, can you recognize a good board hmm. in Go? They do that now as opposed to like, because it's the same essential idea. It's like, you don't need to understand each piece generation. You kind of need to understand regions and a certain co- coordination of good regions is like a good, I'm butchering this, I'm sure, but effectively, once you got better visual. Am I going to be really shitty at Go because I have a poor ability to imagine a room with the furniture arranged into a different combination? No, no, no. We can do it. Humans do it really easily. Huh. It's like an early human invention game because it's very easy for our brains to optimize this way because you don't have to look at the entire board. You look at like regions at any given time. It doesn't have to be, it's just that there's so many. It's like a 32 by 32 or 64 by 64 board. So it's like just a lot of points and a lot of options. It's just too, it's just really large. Hmm. And like the pieces aren't like moving logically like chess where they have to like a limited number. You can put a fucking dot anywhere on the board at any point in time. So because you can put dots anywhere, you actually have to iterate through every single option. Because unlike chess where there's only like 12 legal moves. Yeah. Like go, the- there's a hundred and there's 64 by 64 or whatever number it is legal moves at every point in time so it was just a way bigger problem to deal with but humans we don't have to think about every option we just think about what we're doing at any time so it was really easy for us so once they optimized the problem with more visual stuff once you like learned how to do captcha and whatever they were like oh this is easy actually so boom this is all to say that uh, AI is gonna come. It's gonna download the entire internet and listen to this. So just know that my our future benevolent uh, leader that I am not dissing your coming. I I do always wonder the about of like, the what, the, what the extent of its utility is going to be if we don't scale compute costs. Because like that's so pragmatic. That's a good point, actually. 
Well, well, I mean, we have Chat GPT right now, right? And it's Burning like every, everyone, <laughs> right? Exactly, and that's the thing: is Chat GPT just asking it queries at the rate that we're doing it is causing millions of dollars of loss Here's per the, day. What if the whole time we've all been scared of fucking Terminator uh, scenario, and the reality is that capitalism <laughs> saved us the whole time from the AI oncoming AI uh, fucking <laughs> like doomsday scenario? Is that it's just too expensive for? Terminator it's just too expensive to for it. But I mean, like, I think the actual scary outcome is going to be, yeah, we do AI and we continue progressing it and the compute costs never come down to the point where it's useful for the average consumer. But like, only the super we, we get can. to the point where the wealthy people in the country can go and ask it, how do I build a billion dollar business? And it just goes, whoop. Yeah. And it literally oh, goes through and it, that's even worse. it it looks and it says, okay, here is a viable uh, like market sector that hasn't been attacked. Here's a viable product that would fit it. Here, oh, so here's over. a list. Here's a list of people who we could go and uh, contact. Oh, it's so here's over. the copywriting for it. And then it'll be able to generate like it, it, I mean, it can already make pictures. If it can make pictures, it can make video. Yeah. So it makes its own advertising materials oh, and video. Fuck, that's so bad. It does the copywriting <laughs> that's so for evil. <laughs> it determines it, it determines the ideal Google ad sector to go and place all of this in, where it can maximize ad spend. It promotes itself. It, Jesus. Like, it you know like none of it's this. Just, oh yeah, we could do this probably tomorrow. We literally could do this if we had all like right one now. Like none of, this, none of this is stuff that's like outside the the realm of what AI is potentially capable of doing. They were just had like one motive, like it was motivated on doing it for one it's person. It's literally just this. This is something that somebody would have to go and tell it to string multiple chunks of actions together. But, but if like, we have those, we know it can do market analysis. We have. We know all that it can do copywriting. Now. We know it can create promotional materials. Like all, all the video all might be is, hard. The video part might be a the little video bit part currently is going to. I mean, the thing well, is, the thing is, fine. we know that there is AI that can create very good video right now. We just don't have access to it. Yes, good point. Yeah, like there's, there's absolutely no way that Dolly is the most, cre- like the most yeah, this high level us. image creation technique. This is like what, what they give the plebs. I'm wondering what. Yeah, we need to get fucking Rune to tell us the details, the fucking inside scoop. He's not going to give a shit. By the way, no, he I'm, won't. He's absolutely no zero percent chance. But when Rune starts like fucking like jerking off the AI like singularity, he already is. But like when he's like really like. We're jerking off on the timeline, you know that the Antichrist is coming like next week. So we got to keep an eye on Rune to make sure we know. Like, yeah. When they fucking invoke our new overlord and just turn him on, you'll know. The singularity starts. So, you know, it's funny. He, I mean, I used to read the book Singularity is Near. I actually have it right here. Um, uh, and you do like AI predictions, and he's like, the singularity is basically when AI comes on and can like iterate on itself. We yeah, bas- basically, it, the first generation of AI that is able to. Uh, like handle itself. Yeah. So now I used to say, so his prediction is late. So he has um, a few estimates. His prediction is like 2040 as like the median estimate and like his high estimates, like 2030 somewhere. Uh, he thinks like 2045 is like the estimate he like is officially betting on. He's like hot, low estimates, 2070, whatever. And um, the way that Dolly's looking, is starting to look like we might have to deal with the singularity. Like, a lot sooner, and I don't really want to deal with that. Ted K was right. It's fucking over, bro. Uh, I, well, I, I, yeah, I mean, it is one of those things where, like, if it actually gets rolled out in any sort of capacity that we're talking about here, it's going to, like, BTFO everyone, right? Yeah, everyone's fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, well, everyone's some of the people who can, like, wield it. Now, granted, they claim the bugmen, I don't want them in charge of shit because they have horrible 
every fucking bugman effect of altruism right, well, into being so here, a demon. This is this is my my big. I don't thought want on them this, in charge like, of it. The whole AI ethics field, I think, has handicapped AI to such an extent that like there's a good chance that these weird AI ethics freaks might actually just lobotomize AI to the extent that it can like never reach this point, right? Yes. Like yeah. if, if you're gonna go through and you're going to prevent the AI from ever actually like looking at the very large trends in data because they seem mean to you. Yeah, you're going to fucking... It can't actually, like, you know, you're, you've prevented it from interfacing with the world in the way that it needs to in order to properly iterate. You yes. Can't, you can't expect something you that's, have to be that's iterated on fake data to have the same results that, like, something that's iterated on real data to would in, like, the real world. Yeah, no, the ethicists are going to ruin everything, as they always do. Um yeah, well, we have to finish anyway. Uh, wait, wait, we we got the we're getting to the point where our physical needs are uh, are catching up. My to our, physical needs allow me. Uh, to Lucas can go on forever. I at can all literally times. podcast for a twenty eight hour period. Lucas, uninterrupted. Uh, we'll do a five hour podcast. He's like, oh, we have to stop. Like, bro, some of us are human. And, so, <laughs> and this this will be a five hour podcast that I've performed after walking around, like talking to people all day, or on Twitter Spaces, or like at work or something. Yeah, he's. A, I have an unlimited capacity to talk. Lucas is a true extrovert that the rest of that like the rest of us just cannot compare to. It's just we just do not have that in us. And I'm an extrovert too but he's just on a different level um so yeah i guess we can cut it here that was a good way we talk about the fucking apocalypse that's a way to end a podcast that's, tell a you good, what. that's not bad i will when say he, gets older, he won't sound like this anymore right